Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Radio Update. The NHL trade line just added. Usually a bit overrated, but some big moves um, moving late here. Las Vegas going all in. The Golden Knights have acquired forward Mark Stone from the Ottawa Senators. Stone also agreeing to an extension with his new team in Vegas. Heading back to the Sens, defensive prospect Eric Branson, forward Oscar Lindbergh in a second rounder. Branson was a 15th overall pick by the Knights in 2017 and ranked one of the best defensive prospects in hockey. Stone has 62 points in 59 games this year. This just in, the Predators have picked up winger Wayne Simmons from the Philadelphia Flyers. We talked about him for uh, right winger Ryan Hartman in a conditional fourth round pick. The Minnesota Wild dealing Michael Granlin to Nashville for uh, Kevin Fiala, so Nashville very busy. The Jets adding a nice piece today. More moves from the Rangers. Winnipeg picking up Kevin Hayes from the Rangers for a first round pick in this year's drafts. Brendan Lemieux and a conditional pick. Hayes solid 41 points in 51 games with the Broadway Blue Shirts this year. He spent his entire career in New York City and the Columbus Blue Jackets very busy. They wheel and deal. The Jackets acquiring New York Ranger blue liner Adam McQuaid for true draft picks. Columbus also picking up Jersey goaltender Keith Kincaid for a fifth round pick. The Blue Jackets have Bobrovsky now, and but he is a free agent next year. And remember, these guys also picked up Ryan Dezingle and Matt Duchesne a few days ago. So the Blue Jackets loading up, and the Detroit Red Wings have traded Gustav Nyquist to the San Jose Sharks for a second and third round pick. Carl Anthony Town says he's happy just to be alive after a scary car accident on Friday. Town says he was lucky to only have minor injuries after his SUV was rear-ended by a semi-truck on his way to the airport. The 23-year-old two-time All-Star has cleared uh, to play for the Wolves tonight after missing the last two games due to concussion protocol. He's okay and never missed an NBA game prior to the accident. Lines tonight, busy, 9-11 on the board. Soft. Yeah, 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 he's soft. The guy's never missed Big a game deal. and got hit, hit, hit by a semi-truck. How you doing, Gabe? Hit by a semi-truck, <laughs> suck it up. Yeah. I've got to tell you, too, for, for Hayes, I don't know if there's more of a difference, like, from being in New York one day to now you're in Winnipeg. Yep. Yeah. Like what a just a poet. Look, he's in a good hockey situation, right? So that's yeah. cool. He's in a good, I'm he's, not, yeah. nothing against Winnipeg. I know Winnipeg people party and uh, it's a fun yeah. town, uh, Winnipeg, but I'm just stating like he goes, dude, from like probably getting carted like at the door of MSG. Hey, buddy, where you going? I play yeah. here. You know what I mean? Where's your ID? <laughs> you know, like he goes from that to now, like, man, oh, my God, Hayes is at, uh, he, yeah. he's at a Burger King. Like, people are going to yeah. know. Oh, yeah, I saw oh, him exactly, in the yeah. last night. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, Phil yeah, Kessel. Yeah. He's eating hot dogs. That's guy's right. having a hot dog. <laughs> like, in Toronto, Phil Kessel, Steve Simmons, you know, guy, you know, that's an instigator. For some reason, yeah, it was like a, it was like a, a media scandal because Phil Kessel, like, was eating hot dogs. Some hot dog guy said, yeah, he comes here every day. And, like, somehow, yeah, like, like me. Phil Kessel was a bad guy and, it's unbelievable. He eats hot dogs every day. Like, people don't know what they're in for when they play for a Canadian hockey team. Excellent point, Gabe. He goes from, like, martinis to pierogies. It's going to be a big difference. Right, he could get wasted like at any bar in New York. Oh, yeah. No one oh, know yeah. anything. Exactly. Now he's, now, 
Yeah. How many bars are there in Winnipeg? Three? Yeah. Let, let's just say if Hayes wants to get late, there's going to be a long list of Winnipeg Jets uh, groupies out there. So uh, they'll keep them warm at night. The Yankees have signed outfielder Aaron Hicks, buddy. Seven years, $70 million. That's a big extension. The 29-year-old hitting 249 in 139 games with the Yankees. 27 home runs, 79 RBI. And according to ESPN, God, the story, Gabe, your Dodgers still in the mix for Harper. We've heard this one before. Dodgers say what they want a short-term deal. He says long-term. They're talking. Hey, Middleton, the GM of the Phillies, giving to the meet Harper deal. over the weekend. Exactly. I'm so sick and tired of this crap. Harper, a six-time All-Star, 2015 MVP, 34 home runs, 100 RBI, buddy. You've already turned down multiple 30, $300 million deals. Just signed somewhere. And uh, the NFL now looking into the solicitation of prostitution accusation against Robert Kraft. A new NFL statement on allegations of prostitution say the league is, quote-unquote, seeking a fully understanding of the facts while not interfering with the ongoing investigation. The state attorney just minutes ago saying, Kraft visited a spa not once but twice before the AFC Championship game. More to come there. And uh, Kyler Murray can't get any taller, but he's beefing up Morenzi, putting on 16 pounds. He's up to 206. His playing weight this year for Oklahoma, 190. So he wants to get a little bit thicker. And remember this, no quarterback under six feet has ever been taken in the first round of the NFL draft. Well, that's going to change. That'll change. Yeah, we got a six-pack NHL hockey tonight. We'll go through all the lines. And coming up later on in the show, our boy Ricky Sanders saw the email today. He won a cool 50 grand. You want to talk about a winner? He'll give us some DFS NBA picks and a whole lot more. It's Red Heat and Rage. I'm Cam Stewart, hosted by the great Gabriel Morenci. We're back right after a short break. Take it away, Yang. Game Time Decisions. It's a, it's a, it's fun. Your break. It's kind of kind of an intro. Yeah, it's a good point. After the intro. Yeah, there was hey, a little bit of a delay, but uh, we apologize. Uh, we we do employ senior citizens at the Fantasy Sports Network. Uh, the gangs. Yang can't get to it to the board quite as quick as he used to. Now he's he's a grand yeah, grandpa. He's, yeah, he, he's old like us. Yeah, it's the midlife crisis club. It's like he used to be called OG. And now, yeah. now it's OG. Now he's just OG's original old Gramps. Yeah, no, original Gramps. <laughs> original Gramps, old guy. Yeah. <laughs> OG. All right, uh, so as Cam Stewart stated, NHL uh, uh, trade deadline uh, day is coming gone. And uh, whatever, it's the same same as usual. I guess there was quite actually, a few deals. Uh, I'll say this year was, uh, I'll give it a better grade. At least big players went with, uh, with all the crap. Like, it looked stupid for a while, Gabe, but well, what in the last players? half hour... So Stone Stone's big, Hayes is big, yeah. and uh, Simmons is pretty big. Those guys, I those are worth talking about. Simmons got traded for a fourth round pick. <laughs> yeah, he's he'll be a good acquisition though. I think that's a good. I, I like know what Nashville's I know. doing. I like what Nashville's doing. No, these I think are good Vegas moves. actually. Stone uh, bringing Stone in—that's big time for Las Vegas. It is. They brought Carlson in, so they've basically plucked the two best players away from the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> oh, San Jose, Carlson, San Jose. Uh, excuse yeah, so, me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah they got they got a deal, and, but that uh, problem yeah, so is, you're California's right, already at... plucked plucked uh, two yeah. guys. Yeah, the Senators just keep getting plucked. Uh, Carlson, San Jose, Nobody now Stone, uh, Las Vegas. But I, I wouldn't discount Vegas again in the playoffs. They could go on another run. They, they'll they'll they be can. tough to play against. 
they can, Gabe. That's a huge move for them. Now you got like two solid, solid lines. Stone's a beast. He did all that work with Ottawa. It was a horrible team as well. Yeah, I'm very scared. Like, Winnipeg had to make a move for Hayes, but Vegas, these guys are all in, man. They're not screwing around. They think they could do it again. And with the way Fleury played, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against him. It's going to be a pretty interesting Western Conference, that's for sure. I'm sure Eric Carlson would be rather be in Las Vegas, <laughs> like, to be honest. What, then San Jose? Yeah, for sure. Nah. San Jose's <laughs> actually nice. I don't mind San Jose. I was there. I know. They never win, like, though. It's like this perpetual yeah. just, you know. Yeah, it's if, this, if they don't win this year, they'll have to blow it up. Like you, you see it, like Pavelski, Couture, Joe Thornton. You want to talk about OG? He's original Gramps. Like he, he, he's still playing. So yeah, if if they don't go, like this is the end of San Jose. Like Carlson's the guy. They have a good back end, but their forwards are all old. It's now or never for them. I've got no clue who's going to win the Stanley Cup. Like none, thinking, none whatsoever. Uh, like, Calgary no prediction, which is really shocking. Like I thought they'd go. Calgary's not winning the cup. I thought they were going to go deep. I know everyone thinks Tampa Bay's winning the cup. I don't know, man. Nah, they, they uh, always find a way not to. <laughs> they might choke. Yeah, they're. I don't trust Tampa daggers. like I used to. I've gone down on them a couple of too many times. Actually, uh, that that one that that came out wrong, and that whole <laughs> thing with this uh, this Robert Kraft. <laughs> this, this Robert yeah. Kraft thing. Twice, twice. Every everything's a punt. Like you can't help it when you said more to come later. It's like like you can't. There's nothing you can say about this. <laughs> what the hell's this? I don't know. We're doing the salsa. Yo, the, the, yo, man, the music sucked all day here. Like, what's going on, yay? From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Right, that's better. Now, for the record, Yang uh, doesn't program uh, the music. He just plays it. Although, uh, at request time, or we get upset, that Yang has to start, uh, you know, start taking control. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Bavone has been killing me all day with this stuff. Like, <laughs> it was like we were on, like, the, like, a boat cruise or something this morning. A love boat. It was like, yeah, it, it, was, it was like 70s disco and horns and ska music. I was like, are you trying, like, you know? Uh, at, at some point, I had to step in and say, "All right, guys, you need to shut this, uh, shut the playlist down." <laughs> uh, so that, that's what we have to do right now. See, that's already better. That's uh, that's already better uh, right now. All right, so I've gave him red CD. Um, yeah, Yang. Um, if you check uh, check our uh, Gmail, I told you, Mike blew it four twenty four. Gotcha. You losing your eyesight now? Two grams. Yeah. Coming back from yeah. the weekend. You see, now he's like, yeah, thanks. Uh, your, heart, your heart on Gramps, Gabe. You just got back there, eh? You're really cracking the it whip. It's the playlist. It's the playlist. His playlist has been like all Well, he keeps telling me. Mike Blewett. He said it twice in our ears, please. <laughs> Mike Blewett's unavailable. Mike Blewett's unavailable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, very I know, because Mike Blewett's coming on at 424. Gotcha, buddy. Like, Excellent point. Yeah. Said, yeah. <laughs> I busted chops a little bit too, buddy. So I'm just, just stating. How was your flight, Gabe? Man, we're only—it's only four thirteen. We're over two here with Yank. Like, 
You got to have a strong, like, rest of the hour here, Yank. Um, our, our flight, actually, uh, our flight, it uh, it could have been worse. No, it was a piss-off. Like, they screwed me. They charged me $50 for a bag, bro, for a carry-on. Yeah, I hate that shit. Like, I'm, I'm starting to hate Air Porter. Like, I'm not, I'm not using them anymore. Like, I don't mind Air Canada. I don't mind, like, Delta and United and stuff. But Porter, they're, it's just, they used to be a good airline. They're just jerks now. They're slow. They're rude. Everything's always delayed. But when it came to delays, the flight before me was canceled to, to, New, to Newark. And so I was like, oh, God, I'm really going to get screwed over here. And uh, so the flight before me was canceled. Like, almost like 80% of the flights were canceled. But uh, my mind was only delayed, like 30, 40 minutes or something like that. Which, so, you know, it, it that was all right. But I, I got there early, and then getting out of there can was a nightmare. I don't know what the hell was wrong with Uber this weekend, but that's we the thing. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we Uber had a problem Saturday night. Last night, I order an Uber. Says it'll be there in four minutes. Never shows up. It's like twenty minutes later. Finally, I'm pissed. I just and it's just spinning and spinning. I'm trying to like, I'm calling the guy. I'm sending the, the stupid Uber messages. I don't even know how to cancel. So um, I split, and then like I swear, dude, like forty minutes after I order an Uber, I get this thing. I'm here. <laughs> Somehow I get charged seven bucks. I got to take the stupid train in to Penn Station. I had to break a hundred dollar bill. I was a day late, dollar short cam all the way through. I'll put it that no, way. No, I'm with you. I'm but so pissed too. This guy is. got lost in my complex when I went out to meet you. The guy's a stooge. I do the I, I and I also do uh, earlier. I do the Uber pool because I don't want to pay the fifty bucks to get home. So I do the twenty five dollar one. Oh, you're stopping up to pick up this idiot down here at a boat. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm so like I, I don't even know how the hell I got home. I don't remember anything. I just checked my phone. Missed missed this. Missed that. Like these guys. I got to be honest with you. These guys never show up on time, and I'm the guy paying. Like it makes me sick. I'm paying fifteen twenty dollars in extra fees for what? For some idiot who can't find a bar. Like, I'm sick and tired of these guys. I gotta—I don't know. I, in the old days, you could write a letter, right, Gramps? We could write a letter, but now I don't. I gotta email somebody and say, like, "Where's my credit?" I'm sick and tired of this crap. But you I'm getting a message anyway. from Mike Blewett. Uh, I'm ready to go anytime, but I need to oh, be okay. out by five. Yeah, oh, poor guy, because cool. Yang's blowing his phone up. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he sent me a message earlier saying, yeah, I'll be available at 420. So I said, all right, yeah, we Sounds got a good. commercial break at 424. So, yeah, we just gave Blewett. Uh, we gave Blewett the heads up, all right? So everybody's aware. My Mike Blewett, 424. So, uh, yeah, this this uh, Robert Kraft stuff, listen, it's a, slow, it's a slow sports day. And, in fact, this might be the slowest sports weekend ever. Like, it really is. Like, we got lucky after the Super Bowl. Well, there was a couple of weeks where the NBA had stuff, and I don't know. There was just stuff going on. Where the last couple of days, the weekend, like, you know, look, we, we were partying all weekend. We were on the road. And normally when I'm off the grid like that, you know, when I log on to a computer after, you know, I was on a computer, but I, I played some bets over the weekend. But for the most part, I wasn't hitting refresh for every story every 10 minutes like I do during the day. Uh, during weekdays, nothing's happened, Cam. I know there's the NHL trade deadline today, but whatever. All right, Mark Stone went to Las Vegas. Like, you know, the biggest story really is this stupid Robert Kraft story that, you know, I'm not a Patriot fan, but we can't make the guy out to be the worst guy in the world because he went to a freaking massage parlor. And now we find out that uh, he actually went on the uh, – he went the day before the AFC Conference Championship. Yeah, what, wasn't too worried and about Mahomes and the Chiefs. Very confident. 
Well, he was worried. That was the thing. He needed, you know, it was he was oh, relaxation. Oh yeah, you look at yeah, that. Yeah, he was yeah, stressed yeah. out. Yeah. But also, for all we know, he was getting one every big game. For all we know, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's I mean? his routine, and it's just a thing. It's like yeah, the last five Super Bowls. You know what? Now he uh, he went to a massage parlor. Like maybe people put him up to it. It's sort of like the slump buster, like with um, with Mark Grace. Mark he was Grace just sort of taking one. Yeah, he was taking one for the team. Personally, I really whatever you do in your own time, if you want to pay for it, uh, you know, I guess he has the, he has the right to do that. But they do have a conduct policy, so if something's going to happen with a player, an owner's got to deal with the same type of thing. It's not really going to matter though. Probably get uh, he'll get community service and a fine. He'll be um, and he won't do community. I service. guess he'll pay the fine. Yeah, he well, yeah, he's he's going to have to do the community service. Um, he's going to have to go to uh, counseling. They pour it on thick in Florida. If, Donate yeah. to a this happens shelter, in maybe? Toronto. This happens in Toronto. It's like you know a hundred dollar fine. Florida, yeah, yeah, Florida. They're on the warpath, but not to make light of it. The thing is, and this is the dark side uh, of this. It seems harmless, but the dark side of it is, I guess, this specific place. The actual women that work there, Cam, actually live there and stuff. Like, they actually slept on the massage tables. As they're betting? Like, yeah, see, that's not cool yeah. then. That's, yeah, that's like, not like so a nice, they, they were actually place, like the bunny ranch with a, with a bed and uh, furniture and things like that. Yes. They're actually, difference. you know, they're actually sort of sex slaves in, 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 in essence. That's, the, that's a problem. That's a big problem. That's the dark side of this, and that's, that's why this place was, was specifically tagged, right? Because, look, there's, there's a million massage parlors in pretty much every city in North America. And they call them sort of victimless crimes. It's a lot like sort of bookies and sports betting, right? You know, cops have better things to do than to, to worry about sports betting. Even like even like when that Tim Donahue, I read that full story of Tim Donahue recently, even the FBI, when he heard, one of the FBI guys heard about sports betting and the NBA, he was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? That was the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they were curious. Like they put a guy on it, etc. But it wasn't like, oh my god. He was like, the only reason they got into it is because they were worried. They thought the Gambinos were making money off of it. So suddenly they were interested in it. So I'm just sort of stating it's one of these crimes that you know is kind of um, is kind of looked the other way of. But when you get situations like that where. Yeah, they're actual victims, right? And yeah, in fact, I hate to, I hate to put it in these terms, but I'm just speaking truthfully now. This place getting busted was the best thing that could have happened to all the girls that worked there. Like they're not they're not under arrest. They're like, and in fact, they're they're gonna get like they're they're victims type thing. Like I was saying, they're getting visas. They're getting. They're going to get yeah, so, like, yeah, uh, money. Be legit. And yeah. Counseling, because yeah, basically, you know, we're saving you. Like basically, they were they were hostages almost, right? Like they didn't come here willingly. They get their passports taken away, etc. So this place getting popped actually for the women that work there is actually the best thing that could have freaking happened uh, to them. I mean, you know, I just I just so find if it, anything good find- comes out of this. I find it odd. The guy, the guy's a billionaire, though, and you're going to a place of, of, of that ilk, like of that, uh, like, you know what I mean, that low on the totem pole. Wouldn't you want to go to a high-end place? you got to think, Gabe, there's a million of them around.
guess he just didn't think about it or care. Well, yeah, and he also probably thought he'd get caught at a high-end place, ironically. Uh, interesting, yeah, it actually worked out the opposite way. That's very yeah, like point. that that's went, the thing, right? He went lowbrow and still got caught. He goes to a high-end place, some chick uh, knows who he is. He goes to a yeah. place, they didn't even speak English where he went. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Brooklyn Nets uh, take on San Antonio. San Antonio just one and six on this yeah. eight-game road trip. They lost to the Knicks last night. You going to the game or uh, not cheaper no, than no, the one I've, we I've went seen, to? I've, I've, I've seen enough NBA basketball for the you, next week. You or think? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check, check your bank statement out. Wow. Yeah. It's I've unbelievable seen, uh, how we get basketball for a little while, yeah. but uh, but gotta, gotta love it. The dollars were sixty-five cents, Marenzi, and we're paying four hundred dollars for a two-minute celebration. Doesn't seem like good value to me. No, and it would have been like not too bad if the Orlando Magic didn't screw us right on Friday. Like, yeah, it didn't help. It didn't help. I would have had literally like four hundred dollars back in the account after that. Correct. I'm, I'm battling, I'm battling, I'm scratching and clawing right Grinding. now. One book. Yeah. I checked actually. Uh, I checked Bet three six five actually when uh, so I was there. I knew my account. I was like, I don't know, maybe I got something right. So I'm sitting at the airport, and I got one of those twenty dollars free rolls, but, but nice. I think I only won like half of it. So I might, and I don't. You only keep the stake, so or the win, right? So I might have like eight dollars in it, something, Cam. But we'll see if we can build it up this week. Just put sure. it all on. Put it all in for me on uh, Kansas and Kansas State over the number. But let's bring in Mike Blewett. All right, now, Mike Blewett steps up. And what's going on, Mike? What's up, fellas? I hope all is well. Sorry I missed you last week. Yeah, well, we were, we were off. Yeah. We were off. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That day, just I was wondering about that, too. I'm like, well, this feels like we haven't spoken to Mike in a while. Did we forget? But, no, yeah. we were uh, <laughs> we were oh, off holiday. last Monday. Yeah. So I hate, I hate to say it, but, like, everything you say about Robert Kraft just turns out to be a pun. Like, you know, you really have to word, <laughs> think about the words correctly. Not to walk into a, a cheap one-liner yeah. on this, but, you know, part of me, like, I was just staying at camp. I mean, when I first heard this story, to be honest, and I don't even like the Patriots, so I'd be the first to pounce, is that I was like, whatever, dude. Like, you know, old man goes to massage parlor. Like, really? We're going to, you know, we're going to break the internet uh, over this? Yeah, yeah. But as as the days go on and it sort of settles in for real, um, you know, the fact is, if... It's not just, hey, the massage parlor. It's the fact that he went to a massage parlor where these women weren't allowed to leave. You know, they were basically sleeping on the massage tables, which, you know, these places aren't the nicest places. This is not exactly, you know, the uh, the Ritz-Carlton or the, uh, you know, the Four Seasons Hotels, uh, these places. So they were basically... Slaves. I mean, for lack of a better term, I don't really know what better better word we can use. And if you're someone of Robert Kraft's ilk, you have to be able to do better. And listen, I'm not I'm not sitting here 
what do they say? You know, those who live in glass houses should glass throw houses stones. Glass houses should throw stones? Yeah, that's the expression. Listen, yeah. I, I've been to some pretty sleazy places in my life, all right? <laughs> like, that's like, I've been, you know, I've been around the world. I've been to sleazy places. And, you know, so I'm not going to sit here. But at the same point in time, and I know this sounds, a lot of people will be like, wow, this is crazy. It's wrong. It's wrong or whatnot. But to me, there's a difference. Like, there's a difference between, you know, somebody doing things because they're making a lot of money and they like their lifestyle. Like, not every, like, adult, like, actress is a victim. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some of them like doing what they do. They make a lot of money doing it. And they're happy doing it. They enjoy it, etc. You know, I don't have a problem with, like, Jimmy Garoppolo going out with, you know, one of these girls. Right? Not. Or He's allowed to do it you know, when, when it's yeah, when it's adults, you know, cons- put adult. it this way, consenting adults. But yes. when a chick doesn't have a passport and she's not that's allowed leaving the facility that she works in, that's she's not really a consenting adult. She's sort of being forced into this. Let's just be real. Yeah. Yep. So Kraft's got to do better. I'm not going to call him out for being a sleaze pig, but come on, dude. Figure it out in a better way than this. Yeah. Look, I, I don't disagree with anything that you just said. I think... There's been a lot of one-liners. There's been a lot of hashtags, and everybody's had uh, a laugh at Robert Kraft's expense. And if this wasn't the backstory of what's going on, this investigative journalist for the Miami Herald, Julie Brown, writes this article called Perversion of Justice, and it looks into Jeffrey Epstein and how this guy gets a 13-month jail term for basically soliciting prostitution from underage women. And it leads to a sting operation across the state of Florida in which Bob Kraft is ensnared. And to your point, if it's two willing adults, whether you're in the adult film industry or you are engaging in legal prostitution, which happens in very limited areas of this country, but obviously all over the world, then as adults, you don't have to like it. But if it's two willing adults and it's legal, what are you to say about it? Now, in this instance, that's clearly not the case. There are women being trafficked from foreign countries, don't speak the language, to your point, aren't allowed to leave, and Bob Kraft is ensnared in it. You could say, well, what did he know about it? He, pro- he probably didn't know the specifics of it, but I think, Gabe, you put it aptly, he's got to know better. He's got to do better. I think any reasonable businessman can put two and two together that this probably isn't the type of place that is on the level. And, you know, that's, that's excellent uh, point, Mike. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's what he's writing up. So this Jeffrey Epstein guy, it's pretty crazy right now. I see that um, basically the prosecutors like basically broke the rules, Mike, and violated the law, actually. Like he should yeah. be going away for a long, 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 long time. But Let's be real. The reason he isn't, and honestly, we can't even get into it too much, is because of the other people that he is friends with, dude. Yeah. And if, no, we're not just talking NFL owners. Like, No, there's you know, um, a story yeah, there, Gabe. Uh, Jessica Corner from the LPGA, uh, her boyfriend, who's a big uh, golf guy. He played on tour for a while. He's like, uh, he works for like Titleist now with the Scotty Cameron putters and stuff. He was involved. Like, Jessica Court is a big deal on the LPGA. He was around. Like, there's a lot of big heavy hitters. Uh, well, it was in Jupiter, Florida. So I'm sure he yeah. lives in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, as far as, you know, the grander scheme of things, that's why he got such a light sentence. 
you know, because if that guy ever started talking, then it'd be real, real issues. So they were like, all right, you know, just give him a slap on the wrist. I mean, it's just disturbing. I mean, okay, what he's look, accused of is a life prison sentence, not yes, 13 yes. months. Yeah, but the people that are also accused, like I said, like, look, Alan Dershowitz is on record as the way he's been accused, right? Mm-hmm. He's been very vocal about it. And we go down. I mean, Senator Bob Menendez of New Jersey was accused of being on that uh, island. And I'm not saying anything that's not in public uh, public form, but there are others that, you know, we're talking serious names here, right? Like this guy is uh, some powerful Chairman friends. Chairman Group, yeah. Yeah, as, as does Robert Kraft, you know. But ultimately, listen, Robert Kraft, is, Robert Kraft has been shamed by this. Well, it didn't seem too shame. He showed up the Oscars last night. <laughs> so, yeah. I heard you talking about that this morning. He seems to be, he's going to pay this parking ticket of a fine and, and move on. The The NFL fallout for him is going to be far worse than. That's where the embarrassment will, will come in. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. That's where the embarrassment will kick in for real because Roger Goodell doesn't really have a choice here. The only thing is, no every choice. time. Every time something like that, like, I don't feel bad for Roger Goodell, but because he gets paid to deal with these things, but he doesn't deal with it well. Yeah, Yeah, it's almost like, guys, I just want to be the commissioner of a football league. Stop doing these things. (laughs) Think about his And then people bitch at me after, oh, Goodell does this. It's like, guys, I didn't tell you to hit her. I didn't tell you to go to the massage parlor. That's why he makes the money, Gabe. Think about his week, though, guys. He gets finally crosses the finish line on the Colin Kaepernick deal, and nobody yeah. is allowed to talk about it. He's like, finally, I could have put a bow on this thing. i got to deal with a few articles for a few days, but I, I'm not even allowed to comment. And then wait, take one beat, two beats, boom, Bob Kraft arrested for soliciting prostitution. It's like the craziest week. He was finally done with the Kaepernick thing, and then Bob Kraft opened up another, opens up another can of worms. I would be of the opinion that you have to start at the Jim Ursay penalty, which is $500,000 and a six-game suspension. I would imagine that will be the minimum that he would see. Uh, the fine would probably exceed it, which doesn't really matter. But uh, in terms of his history of penalties, I would imagine it will be greater than Ursay's. And it, the penalty of games could be larger. But uh, there will cl- clearly be a lot of pressure on Goodell for that. Yeah, you know what, though? Yeah. And I only thought of this Ar- right now. Arthur Blank just bought a $100 million boat the other day, too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was $180 yeah. million. $180 um, million. <laughs> I mean, a million dollars. It's nothing. <laughs> but I wish I would have thought of this earlier, actually, because this is probably the smartest take out of, uh, out of any of this. But from a football perspective, it's, it's just angering. Again, every stupid year, the football world somehow finds a way to motivate the New England Patriots. <laughs> Right, and it'll be this yes. time. It'll yeah, be for our on. owner. It's for you. No, we're gonna be playing for our owner this time. No, I'm telling you, they will. They they do this all oh, yeah. the freaking time. But it's man, and it's one thing with Robert Kraft is too. Anybody else can one manufacture thing, their motivations too. No, no, but they're they're the kings at it. They're they the are. Patriots, dude. Same. Dude, they, they made T-shirts because they were only three point favorites once. You know what I mean? I like know. they 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 look for anything. You know that that's just what they do. But yeah, just another motivating factor for this uh, this this football team right now. One thing with Robert Kraft is too, and I'm not you know like I said I'm not a fan of the Patriots, and he just sort of has that look to him, like he looks like he would own the New England Patriots. But 
Mm-hmm. On the flip side, like, look, the other day, Meek Mill was talking about how uh, Robert Kraft came to see him in prison, mm-hmm. and Robert Kraft actually wrote to the judge repeatedly, and he didn't even know him. And Kraft actually, like, you know, tried to get him out of jail, and that Robert Kraft is actually trying to influence, you know, Trump and Kushner in the in the prison reform. That a lot of people actually like Robert Kraft, you know, that they're like, no, he's actually, yeah. you know, he's he's actually a good guy behind the scenes. So Someone I think a lot of people, him. yeah, exactly. I think, well, I don't know. I mean, at the same point in time, Donald Trump's one of his best friends, right? Yeah. So there's yeah. there's sort of a uh, there's a dichotomy there. Uh, but like I said, it seems like people generally players and people that beat him, other people like him. So I think people will back off. Right, yeah. Game time decision continues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Well, yeah, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Moretzi. We're here with uh, Mike Blewett and uh, Cam Stewart. So uh, Robert Kraft is the uh, the story of the day, and it goes to show just uh, what a slow uh, sports weekend it actually is. Oh yeah. And, you know. Yeah. I knew. You know, I was I was concerned coming out of the Super Bowl. I sort of knew it. Uh, I'm like, man, eventually there's going to be nothing. <laughs> like it's just one of those. But we got oh, yeah. lucky. The NBA was busy. That Alliance League started. It was just sort of one thing after another. But, that, you know, we're moving on three weeks. We're moving into a month now. And reality is starting to kick in. This is the lull before March Madness. March Madness yeah. will come and save us all. But, yeah, yeah we're, now we're officially in the dog days of the sports calendar. We are. Right and by the, the way. Game, March the, Madness, the, baseball, the Masters. Yeah. It's going to be a beautiful yeah. time coming up, buddy. Beautiful yeah. time. But the the number one event that could have happened during that period of time actually got worse. We started talking about Zion Shoe instead of a potential Duke uh, yeah. UNC slugfest. That was like the one sporting event I was really looking forward to, and it was over 30 seconds in. Yeah, he'll be all right. I'm the jerk, yeah. Mike. I said I got Virginia futures. I'm like, I need something bad to happen to Duke. Yeah, can't play, game blames me. <laughs> Cam actually said before the game, he needs something bad to happen to Duke, so Virginia can uh, Virginia can win the title somehow. And a, long a, buddy long. a buddy of mine's stepson is on UVA, so I hope they do well. Oh, yeah, good. I think they will. I think they should, but I don't know they if they're going to win. They'll go deep, but they, I'm not sure if they're going to win. Yeah. That's the problem. Their defense is locked down. Their offense, they have problems. They I don't know. Much better this year than last year, to. though. That's true. Though, know, that's true. And they got that clutch I'm coming player. in. That I'm coming into everything. Wicked. I'm coming into everything. And uh, I know we got Big Cat. Uh, hang in there, Big Cat. We'll get to you. Uh, Blue, it's going to be uh, – uh, we got a couple more minutes left with Blue, and we'll get to uh, to the phone lines. But I don't know, like, why my confidence is so shaken right now. 
But pretty much every league I look at, I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's wide open. Anyone can win. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just because I'm older and wiser, and I know there's no such thing as a freaking lock, right? Besides Tom yeah. Brady and the Patriots winning a Super Bowl every two years, it seems, uh, right now. But I was talking about this from, from the NHL perspective earlier. I'm like, yeah, I like that team. This team could win. That team could win. And college basketball as well. College basketball as well, Mike. I mean, it's hard to really, like... Like, Duke, Duke are really good, and they've got three guys going to be taken high in the NBA draft and all that, but that doesn't mean they're going to win the national title. No. Right? There's no guarantee they're going to win the title. And, you know, Gonzaga, all right, Gonzaga could win. They had never have. Are they? Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Virginia right there. Like, if you actually look at the – I don't really love any of these teams, but, you know, one of these teams is going to end up cutting down the nets when it's all said and done. Yeah, and we'll we'll just you and I will reset as will Cam at the beginning of the tournament. We'll go through your formula that we looked at last year. We'll find our six or seven teams that tick off all those seven boxes. About oh, it's Mark. Uh, yeah, Mark Lawrence. Teams. It's the yeah, Mark right. the Mark Lawrence uh, playbook database Lawrence. formula. That's right. That's I can't right. take credit for yeah. it, but I'm great smart re- enough to great write. recipe. Yeah, yeah it's, great. it's actually though. It's been twenty of the last twenty two years, with the only exceptions yeah. are UConn twice. Yeah. They're the only and, ones, essentially, that have broken that, that algorithm. And Nova rang that bell last year, so which I watched in person. It demolished the entire Final Four. So um, I, I think that's all you can do. That tournament can be such a crapshoot. But at the, the funny part about it is, as much as we like the upsets and everything else, there really is only a few teams that can win, and it's usually the relatively elite teams. No, because well, that came out with Cinderella, the number one they, ranking today. Me and yeah. talked about it, Mike. They got a gas. They they got a gas. These guys got to join. They got to join either the Mountain West or the Pac-12. They can't play in that conference anymore with San Diego at the Jenny Craig Center, San Francisco Dons, Leola Marymount. Like, give me a break, man. Like, it's a they they have to change over for basketball. It's it's out of control. They're thirty point favorites against these teams. Yeah, uh, but at the same time. It's probably, I mean, how, uh, give me the context in which you're putting it though, Cam. Are you saying that it's doing them a disservice during the course of the regular season and they're yes. not ready for prime time? I mean, they did make it to Correct. the finals, uh, or they, they made, did, you know, but, a few years ago. But, but it's, it's the significant difference in competition, even between the Mountain West and, and, and the big, like, it, it's, it's like night and day. These other schools are like they play in high school gyms. Gonzaga is yeah, the number played, one team ranked in the NCAA after today. That's their they're voted they number played, one with the the injury. When they play real yeah. teams, they beat them. So I don't think the level of they competition do. is is holding them back. But but the consistent my other deal, teams have to deal with they have to deal with real teams. Like they get nothing. Yeah, That's but I don't problem. I don't think. Listen, I don't think they should be playing the teams that they do either. But I don't think they should yeah. be playing the teams because of commercial and monetary purposes. I think they're leaving a lot of freaking money on the table. That's my deal. That's another good point. You know, you're you know, you're you're not you're not maximizing your TV rights, you're not maximizing your your brand name as much as you could be. Like Gonzaga could be a bigger force and it would help recruiting even more if they played in higher profile games because they could play with anybody on any, on any nightly basis. But yeah, they're not on, you know, too. they're on TV but people get bored with it. Right? You know, if you see their minus 18-point favorites every night, or you see, all right, oh, wow, they're playing the San Diego Toreros, or they're playing Loyola Marymount. Yeah. You know, if you're like, ooh, look, they're playing against uh, Oregon. Oh, look, they're playing against UCLA. You know, they're just, to me, 
or, you know, even in the Mountain West, they're just leaving, you know, they're leaving money on the table. Now, the recipe is you got to score more than 73 points a game. And it's interesting. Gonzaga are actually the highest scoring team in college basketball. Uh, they're scoring 90.7 points uh, per game. North Carolina are right there, actually, at, at 87. Now, you don't have to be the highest scoring team. You just have to score more than 73 points a game. Right, right. And unfortunately, I don't see my Michigan Wolverines uh, on that list right now. Struggling. They have time, they have time to make it up. Or I don't see Virginia far, on that list either. Now, there's a lot of so. bad teams that score a lot of points, but there's sort of a core, you know, there, there's, a, there's a method to the madness when it's all said and done. Gonzaga, this could be their year. They legitimately are. I would say that this is their, this is their chance, one of their best chances that they've had. And it's funny because I'm not even going to say this is the best Gonzaga team, but that's how it now how it works, Mike. As you know, yeah, right? It's all about timing. You might yeah. have a great team, but your your bracket sucked. And who you? Oh God, you have to play these guys and those guys. It's all timing. This stuff. It might be Mark Few's year. They've already shown they can beat Duke. They beat them, right? So they're not going to be intimidated by Duke. They can handle the, the big stage. They can handle the moment. Gonzaga are definitely in the mix. And I'll tell you, I wouldn't discount North Carolina either going on a pretty deep run. They they, no. they play good defense. They can score. They've got they've got all the tools. To your point about UVA, I mean, UVA, North Carolina, and Duke have combined in the ACC to go 22-0 and zero on the road. They Those three teams have pounded the rest of the ACC into submission this year in a way that is unusual even for those teams. They usually will get challenged at points during the conference season. It has not really happened this year. I think overall they are they're coming in at around uh, I mean they've won a few dozen games and only dropped a couple. 22 and0 on the road says all you need to. Um, even with the Zion injury, even with UVA maybe not putting up as many points as they should. And that's a conference by the way that is going to put eight or nine teams in the tournament so, they only give up 54.5 points per game, yeah. which is yeah very incredible, as you stated, like considering the teams that they play against. Right. Texas Tech give up 57.3. Virginia have the best defense in college basketball, 54 points a game. Once Michigan's again. right there, 58.4 points a game. And, you know, teams like Virginia and Michigan, Cam, you can go on a run because it's difficult to score on them. And, you know, defense travels – it does. It's, it's it's hard for other teams if they're not used to playing against a team like that. But at the same point in time, it's also hard to win six games in a row if you're you're only scoring sixty two points. You're only I, putting up sixty. I agree. I totally and agree. And the problem, uh, yeah, it's a great point. And the problem is, Gabe, you know, there's that one team. What do they rely on in college? Threes. In one of those games, and one out of six times, it's going to happen where some team gets hot, and you're in big, big trouble if you're offense. Because that's what happens every tournament. There's always that team that just lights it up, and that's why I worry about Virginia. I know they can, they, like, they're amazing, but if they get down in a game, I really worry about their style and, and comeback fashion to come back. They, yeah, it's not it, going to happen. It happened to them in, in shocking fashion last year against UMBC, but more to your point, you're not going to just blow through the entire tournament. Like Villanova three years ago blew through the entire tournament. They're blowing teams out, including Oklahoma. It gets down to the finals and they have a tight game against North Carolina. They hit the game winning shot. But realistically, teams aren't going to run over their six opponents on the way to the title. You're going to be involved in a tight game. And in those tight. Any championship, Mike. Yeah. Any sport. 
any championship, any playoff run, you need luck. Yeah. You need – it's all circumstances, right? Everything sort of falls into place. You know, the Patriots got lucky with the calls. Um, you know, teams will get lucky with other yeah. teams getting knocked out. I remember the Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup in 1993. They never would have won the Cup. They weren't even that good. You know, they had a good goalie. But everyone kept getting upset around them. <laughs> like, yeah. They were supposed to play the Pittsburgh Penguins and Mario Lemieux, who were the best team. But somehow the Islanders, remember, can't beat the Penguins. So the Canadians were like, awesome. all right, well, we could we could beat the Islanders. <laughs> they beat the Islanders. They were supposed to play the Toronto Maple Leafs, who probably would have beaten them in the final. Well, uh, instead, they got the L.A. Carrick. Exactly. They won. <laughs> in those days, I think it was the best of five in the first round. Didn't they beat the Buffalo Sabres like three games in a row in overtime? Like they literally yeah. like swept the team, but they won every game in overtime. overtime. Yeah, like yeah, you know, like luck comes into play in this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Virginia yep. playing tight games all throughout a tournament. To your point, luck's just going to go against them during one of those games, which is why it was important that they added some scoring. Have they added enough? I think that remains to be seen. To, to use a hockey term, uh, to use a hockey example. George Kurtz, whom I did the show with on Saturday morning, FST, uh, he was talking about last year the Washington Capitals were down 2-0 to the Columbus yep. Blue Jackets, and in game three, the Blue Jackets hit a post in overtime. If they if that's yep. an inch to the left or right, they're down 3-0, and the Caps aren't getting out of that. They're just not. No. And it turned around, and they obviously they certainly overcame huge demons on their front. As I stated, every yeah, that's very true. You look yeah, you at any need, championship. Yeah, great point. Even the, even the break. Patriots. Even the, even the, even the Patriots. You know, I mean that game was close to being ten ten. You know what I mean? It was close all game. Yeah. And what about D Ford's offside? That's under the game. It, if Jared the Goff game, doesn't under, it's a pick. Even in the championship, yeah, if Jared game, Goff game, doesn't underthrow the. Uh, yeah. If Jared Goff doesn't underthrow the uh, the pass there, the game's tied ten ten. There's like five six minutes left. Yeah. Uh, in in yep. the Super Bowl, it yep. always comes down to a play. You need luck. You need to put yourself in a position, though, to be lucky. And then you need everything to fall into place. That's why you know when you, when you get into this six game tournament, it is it is like the the seeding in the bracket is pretty critical. And mm-hmm. they you know they don't admit it, but they pretty much they pretty much script this stuff. You know, like, Cinderella's never win the NCAA tournament. It just doesn't happen. UConn have done it a couple of times. They're not they're not even real pure Cinderella's. But they'll sort of, they'll create a path for sort of a mid-major to get to the Final Four, to get to the Elite Eight. So there'll be a couple of these smaller schools every year. There'll be a few of them that, that get there, but they'll hit the wall. Mike Lewis. And it was, is everybody out on Tennessee? Seems like they are already. I don't know, I never really bought into them, to be honest. But Me neither. I think I've been I've been underestimated uh, a little bit. All right, uh, hang in here, Mike. Uh, we got we got three minutes left. We'll let uh, Mike say goodbye and get From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
talking about Tennessee basketball. Uh, Tennessee uh, contacts the SEC about a referee who uh, repped their game. Tennessee didn't like a call that they got uh, late in a game. And uh, they found a picture of the referee. Basically, somebody found a picture of this referee in 2014 holding up. He's uh, holding up an LSU Tigers uh, shirt for a picture. Now... Uh, and he actually says, go Tigers. Strolling through uh, D-Town Granada, doing a little sightseeing. Look what I saw to all my uh, Bama, Bama's uh, go Tigers. So it was 2014, this referee. The referee's been in the league. He's been officiating in the SEC for 19 years. So, you know, I, I don't want to get to the point where, yeah, I don't want to get to the point every time there's a, a missed call that there's a vast conspiracy uh, behind it. But the referee shouldn't be uh, pimping up Go Tiger uh, posts from 2014 no, no, on it's, Instagram. It's a, bad, it's a bad look. I agree. For sure. I agree. But it was a foul. <laughs> it's bad. I was watching that game live. It was, it a, was foul. a foul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, but, you know, exactly. You know. Another thing is, too, I think people are surprised. Like, think about it, guys. People are like, oh, you know, he used to be a fan of this team. So wouldn't it be? wouldn't it sort of be logical that – that a guy who dedicates his life to refereeing sports would have been a sports fan. <laughs> yeah. You know yes. I mean? Yeah. He didn't like, like, yeah, he didn't like drop in from, uh, you know, being, yeah, it's a, like saying a traffic that a cop, cop, being a traffic yeah, cop. Yeah, no, but it's like any... saying a cop watches a mob movie. So he must be crooked to be working with the mob because he likes the movie. <laughs> Goodfellas. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I like, I like that one. I like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. So yeah, he yeah, used yeah, to, yeah, he has go, interest. Right? I mean, like, it's an interest. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so is that what I think? No, I've never liked a team ever. Like, yeah, exactly. You're going to start getting refs that never watched the sport before. That's the thing. If you ever, you know, it's sort of like uh, when you, you get a, uh, a, a jury. <laughs> I've always yeah. thought that's funny, too. So, like, you know, they have high-profile cases, and they, they bring the juror in, and they're like, do you know anything about this case? Yeah. And you got to say no, because if you do, then you're disqualified. But, but how do they not know? It's like undecided voters. They're stupid. Right. You know what I mean? Like if after so four years, want making a big decision. Yeah, exactly. Mike. Well, I don't know. On one hand, and then I don't know on the other. It's like God. These are the people that are making the final call here. I, I've, Thanks, I've, had Mike. Head, I've had my head in the sand for a decade. So only decide a big case. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News Update. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft visited the day spa to solicit prostitutes not once but twice before the AFC Championship game versus Kansas City. He was charged with two counts of solicitating prostitution in Florida on Friday and was uh, seen on undercover cameras just hours before the game in KC that he made to on time. He's been named with a lo- another 24 men charged with the dis- misdemeanor. A conviction stipulates a mandatory uh, 100 hours of community service, a $5,000 fine, and a mandatory class on the dangers of human trafficking. Okay. Wow, the 77-year-old's court date set for April 24th, and the NFL said in a statement today, 
today, a full stand- understanding of the facts while not interfering with the ongoing estiva- uh, investigation is happening. Kyler Murray beefing up before the NFL Combine. Reports indicated Murray now listed at 206 pounds. He played for Oklahoma at 190 pounds of winning the Heisman Trophy. The five foot ten quarterback is viewed as slight compared to other quarterbacks like Russell Wilson. And I got to be honest, Gabe, five ten seems generous. We thought he was. We thought he was 5'9". Now, they, they say he's wearing it pretty well. Teams want to see if he can put on a little bit of beef and extra bulk, and so far it's good. And as we know, uh, he gave up baseball to pursue football. We'll see what happens with Murray. But no quarterback under six feet has been taken in the first round. That's going to change because this guy might go early. Just minutes ago, the Raiders striking a deal to play their 2019 season in Oakland. The deal reportedly includes a team option that will allow them to stay in Oakland for the 2020 season if their stadium in Las Vegas isn't ready, but it will be ready. The NFL also today will consider reigning in group celebrations. They said, hey, players on the field can do what they want. They're just not fans of players coming in from the sideline to join celebrations. The Baltimore Ravens releasing veteran receiver Michael Crabtree have the mighty have fallen. He signed a three-year, $21 million deal last offseason. The team saves $4.6 million in cap space by cutting the 31-year-old. He had 54 catches for 607 yards and three touchdowns. Hockey, big names moving today. The Golden Knights of Vegas, yeah, they acquired Mark Stone from Ottawa. Big move for them. He also agreed to an extension with the Vegas Golden Knights. And the Sens uh, get back Eric Branson, a very highly rated defenseman, one of the best prospects in hockey. Stone, 62 points in 59 games. The Predators picking up Wayne Simmons from the Flyers for Ryan Hartman and a fourth rounder. Minnesota dealing Michael Granlin to Nashville for Kevin Fiala. And the Jets picking up New York Rangers forward Kevin Hayes today. So big news going down there. Carl Anthony Towns says he's happy to be alive after a scary car accident on Friday. Lucky to only have minor injuries after the guy was rear-ended in his SUV by a semi while on his way to the airport. The 23-year-old two-time All-Star has been cleared to play for the Wolves tonight after missing the last two games due to concussion protocol. He never missed an NBA game prior to this car accident. NBA lines tonight. Uh, we got our busy Portland 9.5 at Cleveland, 225. Indiana and Detroit Pistons, 2 213. Golden State, minus 8 on the road in Charlotte, 232.5. Phoenix and Miami, Heat, 8.5, 215.5. San Antonio at Brooklyn. The Nets are minus 2, 234. Philly, minus 1 at New Orleans, 240. Milwaukee, 7.5 point favorites at the Bulls, 226.5. Atlanta and Houston Rockets, 12, 234. Sacramento taking on those T Wolves tonight. Total, Minnesota is uh, three point favorite. 237. Lakers minus five and a half at Memphis, total 222. And Dallas at the Clippers, LA minus four and a half, 228. NCAA top 25 action tonight. Notre Dame at 16, Florida State. The Seminoles 11 point favorites. 140 is your over under. Oklahoma at number 19, Iowa State. Cyclones minus eight. 144 is your over under. And the Battle of Kansas tonight. Number 23, K State takes on KU. And the Jayhawks minus four and a half, 133. Already Duke stars Zion Williamson will be out for tomorrow's game against the Virginia Tech Hokies. The Yankees, they've signed outfielder Aaron Hicks to a seven-year, $70 million extension. The 29-year-old hit 27 homers and 79 RBI last year. And the Dodgers still in the mix for Bryce Harper there. Apparently, it's a short-term offer, and he wants a long-term deal. Harper already turning down deals of over $300 million. Troy Tulowitzki, a first at-bat homer against his former team today. The Yankees blank Toronto 3-0 in 
playing in grapefruit ball this afternoon. Tulo saying that dinner was extra special. Hey, the Mets, they tied Houston 3-3. Three three. It's exhibition time. Six-pack in the NHL tonight. Buffalo at Toronto. 260 are the Leafs' as favorites there in that game. Six and a half. Montreal and New Jersey, they go at it tonight. Uh, New Jersey is a, uh, well, sorry, Montreal laying 35 cents there. Kings and Tampa Bay, Lightning, minus 330. Wow, that's a lot of juice. Six is your total. Edmonton taking on Nashville. Predators, minus 265, five and a half. Florida and Colorado, the Avalanche are a minus 140 favorite. Total six and a half. Late action, Anaheim at Vancouver. Canucks, 145 and a half. Ricky Sanders is going to join us later at the DFS Hour at 6. Congratulations, Ricky. He won $50,000 for placing second in an NBA contest. This guy's the best in the business, so stick around. So is Gabe. He's hosting the show. It's Red Heat Rage. We got more sports talk coming up next. Game Time Decisions. Good job, Yang. Level two. Ready for Rage Radio, Game Time Decision, Fantasy Sports on Radio Network. Uh, Gabe Omarenzi, you just heard Cam Stewart uh, throwing it down. I like uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. They got a good Twitter account, actually, uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they just tweeted they out, do. we got stoned. <laughs> <laughs> See, the Montreal Canadiens wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, no, they would not. We have picked up Mark Stone. Acquired very Mark happy Stone. Like they, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, he's a very right, good like, player. <laughs> like, if that's something like I would say, I'd come on, hey, the Canadians got stoned. Oh, they'd be mad. Like, they call, hey, uh, <laughs> you tell like, Gabby to stop, uh, stop saying we got stoned. Otherwise, we take away his press pass again. <laughs> We've already done exactly. it before. We will do it again. <laughs> Uh, That's the way they are. You know, Vegas, Vegas, they're a little looser. They're having a little fun. You know what I mean? A little fun in Vegas. As I stated, I wouldn't discount the Vegas uh, Golden Knights moving forward in, in the playoffs. I don't know if they've got another Stanley Cup run in them, but you know they'll probably win a series or two. I don't think they'll get bounced in the first round or anything like that. No, God, no, no, and that's the thing. Uh, I'm actually surprised, though. Like, um, they work flurry really, really hard. They've had problems with their backup tenders this year, Morency. I thought they might go out. Me and Kurtz talked about it on the weekend. Maybe going after a Cam Ward or somebody like that for like nothing that a team would want to get rid could of. Could have got Keith Kincaid, guy, but yeah, could have got Kincaid, but uh, yeah, they're 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 gonna no, they're gonna ride it out with uh, Legacy and Subban. Well, yeah, I can tell you, Keith Kincaid is better than the second and third string goalie they got, but. You know, Vegas is also better defensively than New Jersey. So, But Schneider's playing well. That's why uh, they told Kincaid to hit the bricks. Uh, they believe in Corey Schneider, who's starting to play a lot better. Uh, the uh, the pig and parrot is going to be a little bit uh, broker right now with uh, Kincaid. Oh, yeah. On. Yeah, that's <laughs> out, right. Out Kincaid of, uh, the Hoboken area. Money's, <laughs> money's, the community monies will be lessened. Yeah, you got to love those uh, hockey guys. They love the, the they bartenders love and waitresses. Yeah. are like, ah, oh, Kincaid got <laughs> traded. Oh. Could you? Couldn't you just get rid of somebody? Yeah, that's right. Kincaid was our top customer. <laughs> yeah, you want to trade the healthy guys that never go out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your exactly. local bartender, it's like, oh, God, not Kincaid. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, like uh, Nico Heischer or somebody like that. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah, like some guy who's not p- pissing vodka away. Yeah, that's that's tough, Morency. You said that. Uh, Serpico said those devils uh, like to keep the local businesses alive. But, uh, yeah, Kincaid, uh, he'll be spending somewhere yeah, else. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll find a watering hole in Columbus somewhere. <laughs> oh, definitely. Some uh, Buckeye Bar. Yeah, he'll find. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll uh, uh, he'll uh, he'll find. Uh, 
He'll find a watering hole. Oh, what's this I see here? Dan Patrick Show, no longer on NBC Sports. We are grateful to Televite Dan Patrick for the last six years. We want to retain it. However, we are unable to come to renewal term. No longer air. The show starting. Uh... Wow. So that means what is he? Uh... Radio only? Out on Where is he out on NBC football now? From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time decisions, ready to raise our radio, fantasy sports, our radio network, guys, Jim Brexy. Cam Stewart uh, throwing down as well as uh, you've heard in keeping us uh, up to date. Uh, we appreciate the patience of those of you uh, on hold. Um, as we were stating earlier, it's, you know, we're waiting for Bryce Harper. Um, there's a lot of stuff like that's around the corner right now. Simmering. Um, Simmering. Yeah, like you got Bryce Bryce Harper. He's got to sign in the next couple of days. Like eventually, I mean, the season's around the corner. Spring trainings uh, have be, has begun. Exhibition season has begun. So the Bryce Harper deal, yeah, that'll that'll be all right to talk about for an hour or two. But nobody will really care that he he's the richest guy in the world suddenly. <laughs> so uh, the football combine at the end of the weekend that that'll start. That'll be something that'll to kick the fun. tires on. There's props for the combine and stuff. There'll be more props released. There's already a couple of props that have been released right now. There's one Kyler Murray. Is he is he uh, going to be five over under five ten? He'll be under five ten. It's actually only minus four fifty, which seems like a big number, but he's not five ten, right? Like he's not. He's five nine, five nine and a half. He's not going to be five ten. So that's almost free money at minus four fifty. Uh, funny story last night, actually, and I really don't care about the Oscars, even from like a betting perspective. Like, I don't really bet it, and I'm not going to say I never have, but I didn't watch one second of it last night. Uh, but like- I hear the story about how people were convinced that somebody leaked something. Uh, people were convinced that somebody leaked something about who was going to win uh, one one of the awards last night. I guess a lot of people hammered it, and it didn't win. They fell for it. <laughs> they, 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 I, they, hey, that's what you get. Yeah, it's the old WWE trick, Gabe. The shell game. Hey, I got a guarantee. I know you don't. Bye bye. That's happened. That WWE guy with the WrestleMania. No, but the WWE guy freaking murdered it. Except he did it. He was killing it, and people were crushing it, dude. Some guy, one guy, won like a forty-two thousand dollar parlay. One book actually was accepting WrestleMania parlays. I don't know who it was. It was obviously somebody on the inside of the WWE. But you're right. Vince got wind. They finally got wind of it, and they switched everything. Oh, up, that's right? what I'm talking about. Exactly. They, they caught on, but <laughs> it was like four or five pay per views in a row, dude. That this guy yeah. on Reddit was like eight no type thing, and he even called it. He was like, "It's gonna end like this. It'll end like that. It'll end like this." And he was just nailing it, and it kind of flew under the radar. But eventually, enough people hop on the wagon and start betting it, and then the sports books started to panic. <laughs> but 
Hey, I'll, I'll bet on WrestleMania. I mean, well, for sure. You know, you're just betting on what the uh, what the angle's going to end up being, right? Sort of like an SEC basketball game. All right, <laughs> let's let's bring in. Uh, do we have uh, we have Big Cat here, Yang? Hello, what's up, hey, Big guys, Cat? How's it going today? How's it going, boys? Hey, hey Big Good Cat, stuff. how you doing? Good. I just wanted to touch base with Gabe here, just being at the Raptor game the other night. Uh, what what sense did you get from the team? Uh, they barely beat San Antonio, and then last night they come out flat against uh, Orlando, basically as a double digit favorite. Bet against them. Uh, I think money. they're. Uh, yeah, listen, I don't even remember when the last time they covered a damn point spread was. I'm not even just saying that. Like they they never cover anymore. They don't blow anybody out. They look tired to me, to be honest. Um, they they played pretty hard on they played pretty hard on a nightly basis. They seem a little worn out. Uh, let's be real. They're only going to go as far as Kyle Lowry can take them in the playoffs. I mean, you have Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's going to carry them, but Kyle Lowry needs to hit shots. And, you know, I have my concerns about that. I'm not overly panicked that they're not the one seed. You know, Milwaukee's a young team. They're fired up. They're enthusiastic. They're on this run. They're sort of like the Raptors were last year. And we saw being the one seed isn't the be-all, end-all. Uh, but I have my concerns about the Raptors. I'm not going to lie, Big Cat. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, they're a lock to win the East. They're not. They're not. It's going to be a freaking battle, man. It's going to be a battle whether they play Philadelphia, Boston, or Milwaukee. It won't be easy for them. So, you know, they. I think Kawhi Leonard's going to raise it up a notch, though. Uh, like, he's going to raise it up a new notch, even. Um, I mean, the guy's been, the, you know, the, 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 the MVP of the finals before. He carried the Spurs to a championship before. You know, he has another level that we haven't even seen yet that he's going to roll out here. But... I have my concerns, Cam. I don't know about you, but there's no automatic that I'm like, oh, oh I, yeah, the Raptors are going to win the East. No, I have big concerns, and you said it. These guys, best bet in basketball. Gabe and I even talked about it. Uh, you know, uh, with Babano, too, we all went out there. Just they don't yeah. cover. Like, they, they might win a game. Even the game we went to, they, they barely won because of Leonard against San Antonio. They didn't cover a, a big number there. They lose outright to Orlando. It's just they're kind of going through the season big cat and kind of probably waiting for the playoffs, but be very careful. Like right now, I just fade these guys till they start to show they can big game tomorrow. They can't. They're they're playing the Boston Celtics tomorrow. So they're minus four against the visiting Boston Celtics. So they'll probably win by two. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What's that? Yeah. Big cat was cut off. So he's back. All right. So as I was saying, yeah, the Raptors, um, Raptors, Raptors like four uh, tomorrow. I'm not in a hurry to lay it. They probably beat Boston. They, the Raptors get up for big games. They're very good at home. I mean, we're all critical of the Raptors. They are 25 and six at home. They're 44 and 17 on the season, yep. but they don't Start have that killer spreads. instinct. But, you know, they're somewhat of an older team, though. Just a quick question on uh, Troy Tulowitzki hitting his uh, top home run of the basically decade today, saying that uh, it was the sweetest home run he ever hit. What kind of uh, read do you get off him when he was with the Jays? Was he a leader or a well-liked guy in the dressing room? God, God no. No, Troy Tulowitzki will, uh, yeah, I guess he's happy to get out of there. The guy played hurt, too, so I, we got to understand that. And I'll tell you one thing. If if he's healthy for the Yankees, they pay nothing for him. He'll be an absolute steal. But I will make you a prediction, Big Cat. He won't get through the season. He'll find a way to get hurt. Yeah, but he's Just not. Quick- he's not, like, he's an injury pro player, but he's not an, uh, he's not an unlikable yes. guy or anything like that. Troy Tulowitzki is actually a really cool dude. He uh, 
Tulowitzki lives in Vegas, and he bets on football. He's like he goes to the casino all the time. He talks to people. He's friendly and stuff. The dude's a gamer. I mean, he's hurt all the time, but he's not like uh, it's, he's not like unlikable. It's not like he's a bad teammate. No, I never said that, Gabe. I'm just saying there were times that he could have come back where I don't really think he just you know what I mean. It was because it was Toronto. No, he's, in, um, he's injured. I, I, no, I think the, I think the Yankees were crazy to sign him. No, he's what do you mean minor well, injuries? The guy's like he could barely stand Cam. This guy, he's falling apart. He's done. Like it's not like he's a diva or something. He's just he's broken down. The guy. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. How's it? So the Jays organization with that uh, trade with Colorado, then like. I, I look at that. I, I look at them and the management. Go, what the hell? Are you, what the hell are you doing then? When you know you're talking about a veteran guy like that who's always broken down. Like, I don't know, man. I got I got a lot of issues well, with that sort team of right they, now, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see. but that has nothing to do with Troy Troy, Troy Tulowitzki being like. No, I'm just telling the, you, man. The, I thought Troy Tulowitzki at points could have played where he didn't play. I get that he's hurt all the time, but it's kind of like it, it was kind of like situations. It's like, dude, like. You can you can play, but I don't think he will. Like, what? what uh, you're right. He will probably he probably will get hurt for the Yankees here. Watch him stay healthy. Like, who knows, man? Like, I I'm just saying he was just a huge huge disappointment since he got called up with the team. So that's just my take. Yeah, but he I was expected a hell of a lot more. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't make him a bad guy though. No, I'm not it saying he's a bad. I don't care because the Jays got fleeced on a deal. I, uh, no, I hope I mean, he's the thing a great is guy, too, but I, he was injured know. in Colorado at that point. That's why they let him go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's he's damaged goods. And look, that's why he's saying he's all defensive. You know, when people, everyone says you're done, everyone says you're done, it motivates yeah. you. But I just think yeah, he is hit done. a home run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I, I spring training. Too. <laughs> just a quick three-game parley before I let you guys go here. Tonight in the NBA, Chicago plus eight and a half against Milwaukee. They, they played them about a month or so ago. They actually had the lead but gave up a late run where they didn't cover. And in college tonight, Lipscomb, minus 15. Tie that in with Prairie View A&M, minus 9. Have a great day, guys. Wow. Digging, digging through the barrel there with Lipscomb, yeah. Lipscomb. Be careful with the Bulls here tonight. They've got a couple of guys going to be out uh, this evening. Especially, we'll keep our eye on Otto Porter. We'll, we'll, we'll dig down deeper and find this. Uh, look, he played 131 games uh, for the Jays in 2016. Under 100 yeah, uh, statistics. What were statistics games. in 2016? What did he do? Oh, he hit 254. Jack shit. That's what 24 home runs. Yeah, he was part of that little magical run. Yeah, he didn't play that. Yeah, but dude, I'll right, hit the stats on the other side. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Uh, game time decisions, Red Heat Rage, a radio fantasy sports uh, radio network uh, continues. And uh, me and Cameron just talking about Troy Tulowitzki. And, yeah, listen, he shouldn't have yep. mouthed off. I didn't see I didn't see his comments after the game about, ooh, the team that didn't, didn't believe me. And all. I saw that, though, they didn't believe in him and stuff. But it's easy not to believe in him when he only played. Not to believe in, in me? Not to believe games. in me. 
Gabe, just but to my point, Cam, the Blue Jays to still they own twenty million dollars in two thousand and nineteen, fourteen million dollars in two thousand. Yeah, but that's their Florida, fault. Like, he was yeah, yeah, that, that's just idiotic. That's not his fault. Wow. That's their fault. Like, why do you think the Colorado Rockies traded him? I mean, he was a popular player in Colorado, and they let him go. Yes, he was. I, yeah, I look, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, 2012, yeah. in 2012, he played 47 games. In 2013, he played 126 games. In 2014, he played in 91 games. In 2015, he played in 87 games. So, essentially, in four years with the Rockies, you know, he played more than played 90, 91 games once. Yep. They basically said, this guy can't stay on the field. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we're you know, he's he's done. And, you know, that's why they let him go. He went to the Jays. They, they had that little adrenaline because of, the, you know, the chase and everything. It was really Donaldson that carried them yeah. more than Tony Yeah, that's exactly it. But he's a gamer when he's on the field, right? right? But, I he mean, is. look, he's been playing a it's while, be- Cam. Look, his rookie year I was know. 2006. It's 2019 oh, Great play. You know what I mean? Bodies break yeah. down. He's just not the same player. And, you know, if you're a Yankee fan tuning in, I wouldn't expect much from this guy this year. He's going to get hurt. Yeah, he will. Or another thing is it's actually a perfect situation because of the Yankees' depth. He won't have to play as much. It's going to be beautiful. He could save his body and actually become a clutch hitter. Like, the Blue Jays spent all this money on him, basically screwed themselves for years because of his contract, whereas the Yankees, brilliant move by them. They bring him in. They don't have to play him all the time. They can bring him off the bench, Gabe, and do things like what he did today. But, yeah, he shouldn't get he shouldn't get a lip off he, he, <laughs> to, to the organization. You made a hell of a lot of money and did really nothing. But uh, the Yankees will gain. It's actually going to be – it's a it's a it's a win win for them because the Jays are still on the hook for so much money. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, and they're, they're ridiculous. They're on, the they're on the hook, and and he's actually running his mouth uh, after the fact. So yes, that, he is. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Well, they never give you any money. Yeah, I think yeah, it is. It's totally clear. But whatever. Yeah, you're right. Well, though, the thing is, the the the, the brass should have done their due diligence and saw. You know, when you go to a doctor, sometimes you get a second or third opinion. Well. You should have known that the guy, like the guy, played a lot of games in Colorado. And then he was broken down and basically, you know, took the team. They gave him the contract. You're absolutely right about that. You know, he made a well, shit Josh, of money. <laughs> Josh Donaldson wasn't 100 percent healthy either. Listen, Alex Anthopoulos, Alex Anthopoulos was uh, was aggressive and had some success, but he was also pretty reckless as well. Yes, he was. You know, you have to, I agree. You That's have to my be point. He gets all the credit. You're I'm, I'm absolutely, yeah, but you can't blame the players with. for that. You blame the general manager. No, I don't. I right? do. I and do. Listen, do. Omar Minaya, Omar Minaya did the same thing in Montreal, where Omar Minaya knew he wasn't going to be with the Expos in the future. He knew he wasn't going to Washington, like right, and he figured, well, whatever. I'm not even going to be here. So, so let me just start trading. <laughs> let me start trading this prospect and this prospect. And I'll get Bartolo Colon. Yeah, he gave up like four future major leaguers to get Bartolo Colon. And basically on a rental, like basically to win now. And you look, Alex Antopoulos sort of operated in the same way, right? Like the, he never really thought of the future too much. It was really like, how do we get better like today, right now? Except, dude, the Jays have the money to do that. They could have operated in his world. But Anthopolis sort of needs to throw money around to be successful and and do deals like this. And you pay the price. But I vividly remember, Cam, at the time when Tulowitzki went to Toronto. And yeah. Jays fans were doing cartwheels and, oh, this is unbelievable. That's true. And they have Donaldson and Tulo and all this. 
people in the baseball world said the Toronto Blue Jays just got seriously fleeced. Like, you know, it's a, it was a yeah. it was a real mini rental for Tulowitzki to go on that run and he was okay at times. Like I said, he's a gamer, right? Like I think like people like him, like on the field type of thing, but he just wasn't consistent enough. He was hurt all the time and he makes makes a lot of money. But yeah, I, he'll get hurt with the Yankees for sure. Like he can run his mouth all he wants. Who cares? And the fact that he says that that was the biggest home run that he ever hit in his life, then that's a pretty <laughs> pathetic way of looking at your career, bro, because you just hit a home run against uh, the Blue Jays in a Cactus League game yeah, that nobody gives Stroman. a shit about. Yeah, yeah nobody cares. Exactly like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, you think people are going to be talking it, about this 10 years from now? Oh, that home run he hit in spring training. It's just frustrating, and, and I, you bring up the point. It's just, yeah, like management basically. You can say what you want about the new regime that came in from Cleveland, but they've had to clean up a lot of the mess that the old regime has done too. I'm not going to argue that they're like they have been tight with players and stuff. I do like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to be the only main prospect. A lot of the guys, like from baseball American prospectus, are not even very very good prospects. But what they did, they basically went in their game with like an open check and just sign, 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 sign. And after a while, that's right. They did get fleeced, and now you're going to pay the price, and you're going to have a bad, bad team for a long period of time. That's what really frustrated me about the whole thing was you got that close just to let it go away. You needed to have one more kick at the can. You know what I mean? Like It was kind of like, oh, no, we lost. Uh, Dalton Pompey to the Royals that day. A bad call cost him. Eventually, he got to the change the organization. Instead, it's kind of like, oh, okay. Well, you know, we're not going to get there, so now we're just not going to. Like, the, the, the organization spent so much damn money when they that run it's, it's almost like you needed to do it you have to do something for one more year you can't just quit now look at them yeah they were they were close and they were close listen that's, that's i would have stayed the course like, as well just because they were making so much money like they really didn't have much to yeah. lose yeah it was costing them a lot of money but their problem was and i don't often look at it i don't often look at it from their perspective trust me <laughs> like i've ripped i've yeah, ripped the jason rogers a lot over the years all right, uh, we'll be we'll be right back. Game time decisions. I- hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network uh, continues. I have Gabriel Moretzi throwing it down with Cam Stewart. Well, Cam, looks like it's going to be one of these days then today. Started out with the crap-ass music yep. on the morning after today. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're it's a like buddy. You, 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 nothing can you, ever you be. You flew out late last night. I know. I'm with you, man. And I, I haven't had a weekend like that in a while. Like, it's like. You know, I was sitting there. We had a great time. It was great seeing you, Rockamaniac, Shano, and the gang. Babano came out. It was a great, great times on Saturday night. We had some good laughs, made some money watching the games. But, yeah, like doing it two days in a row, and then uh, I'm on with Kurtz in the morning, Marenzi. I'm not a young man anymore. It was just like, oh, God, like just just so beat down. That couldn't have been easy. morning show today. No, it was very difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. And 
it's uh, yeah, you're I'm, you're really noticing it now. Like before, it was kind of like yeah, you know, we could go out and shake it off, and you know, we've done that Sunday show. But you know, man, it's like <laughs> yeah, it was back to back jack. So, but it was great seeing you, man. At least uh, we got to go to the Raptor game and they won. Uh, yeah, would have been uh, would have been nice uh, if you stick around for longer. But uh, duty calls, buddy, duty calls. Yeah, Saturday night was a great time at uh, Wild Wing. Thanks great to everybody time. who's tuning in that came down. It was a great, uh, great group of people uh, down there. We crushed uh, a we bunch fun. of drinks, uh, watched watch right the now. hockey games. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a fun time uh, on Saturday. It was, a good, it was a perfect spot for it, right? It wasn't like a bar where things were crazy. I agree. Uh, great but point. It, you know, it wasn't a boring place right either. Right amount of people. Games on no, it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. You got to do your show. There wasn't a million people. It's like if we went to real sports or like you go to one of those bars, you wouldn't be able to do anything. It would have been a nightmare. It was a perfect, nice little neighborhood bar. And uh, yeah, it was fun. We got to bust the guy in the Montreal Canadiens Kovalev jersey too. There it was a just just a good good, good time all around. <laughs> I love that guy Kovalev. Eh, he, he was pissed. He was a real big Canadiens fan. That guy. <laughs> Cam was pretty. Yeah, Cam. Uh... Cam, I was Cam nice was to fired him. Up. Just, we were just joking. We were just joking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, was all good fun. Uh, <laughs> Stute says, um, "Who would rather have had Jose Reyes or Troy Tulowitzki?" It was basically a big contract swap, yep. and Troy helped in the playoff runs yep. with Reyes wouldn't have had. Which there was another uh, big yep. time player. Like, like I said, I I like what Anthopoulos has you know did, but it took him a lot of players and a lot of money, and and honestly. You have to ask yourself, look, like Rodgers, and I never defend these guys, but he went in there to Lewitsky and he told them that he's going to re-sign David Price. Would that have been a good decision? Probably not. From a baseball perspective, it would have been good for that year or two, but, but then you would have yeah. been on the hook for David Price for $220 million. That's what it would have been at the time. It's a lot of freaking money, right? Like, you know, you're on the hook now yeah, for is. Tulowitzki, like, like if if Anthopoulos kept would have kept on spending, Rogers would be on a hook for a billion dollars over the next ten years. You know what I mean to people? So I think that's what they saw. Yep. Yeah, and they were like, "Look at this kid's making a name for himself, right?" You know what I mean? He's making a name for himself in the baseball world with our money. Like that's the way they looked at it. Like he's not the one that has to yep. pay this two hundred twenty million dollars to this stiff. We're the ones, and well, they know. Like, look, Tulowitzki plays forty-one games. We have got to give this guy twenty million dollars now, right? Like, and Anthopoulos didn't care because it wasn't his money. He just, you know, yeah, he had that attitude. That's the thing. But I tell you, Alex Anthopoulos got his start. He's from Montreal, Alex Anthopoulos. Alex Anthopoulos is just a kid from Montreal. All right, he's not like this baseball like genius guru. He worked his way up the Expos ladder. He was basically like an intern with the Expos and, you know, he did video stuff. And then when I was there, he was young, but he was sort of Omar Minaya's, like, um, he was study. you know what I mean? Underlay. He was always. Yeah, with, understudy. Yeah, he was always with Omar Minaya, exactly. So when you look, I think he was the video coordinator technically at the time. But if you look, the way Anthopolis operates, it's, it was very similar to Omar Minaya. And like I said, he so he sort of had that mentality, yet the Jays weren't going anywhere. So just you're going to piss off a corporate. You can get away with that maybe with, a, with an owner that's just, you know, just owns the team. But when you got like a corporation like that, they're going to notice like, oh, shit, this guy, we're on the hook for this guy for 180 and he wants to pay this guy 220 and this like they're they're on the hook for that stuff. They'll they'll notice that. And if you look now, Omar Minaya, where is he right now? 
right? Yeah, Omar Minai is not a general manager anywhere, right? And why? Because he always operated in that same fashion as well. You know, I'll sign big contracts. I'll, you know, never really, let's just sort of, um, we'll deal with the crisis closest to us. Uh, yeah, he's a special assistant to the GM of the New York Mets, but that's not. Yeah, so he's you're okay. Not, yeah. You're not yeah. calling the shots. You're there. You're you're in the organization, but you're not doing like you're not making the yeah. Big but time it's, you know, and honestly, yeah, you want honestly, but you want GMs are going to be able to figure things out without just always walking into the next contract. Like honestly, if you yeah, look exactly, if you look at all the teams in baseball right now. The Yankees didn't spend, you know, they, they re-signed, you know, they brought in some relievers. They re-signed a couple of their guys. But the Yankees didn't get stupid in the offseason with Machado and Harper and stuff. The Red Sox nope. didn't. The Dodgers didn't. The Cubs didn't. You know, the, these teams, they, they don't. So, you know, it's not just like the, the Blue Jays or Rodgers. You know, I understand not wanting to be on the hook for, because these contracts are guaranteed. And, uh, you know, you're on the hook for a, for a long time. You know, and honestly, the Jays, they're in a decent spot, Cam, coming up, like, I guess in what, like two years from now? I'd say about three. Not yeah, this year, do, 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 not next year. two or three, three. Like three years, I think a lot of those contracts will get off the books. Hopefully, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Guerrero, but that's something that you need to well, do. Well, I'm Guerrero is going to be guy. a rookie this year. He'll be a rookie yep. this year. Will he be a phenom? I don't think he'll be a phenom. He'll probably be pretty good. He'll probably crush a lot of home runs. But, like, he's not going to carry the Jays to the playoffs type of thing. And, you know, then the next year you got more of these young studs. The the Jays do have a lot of big-time prospects, like major-type, big-league-type guys. But you're going to need to sprinkle it in with with some others. The only thing is, like, the, the Yankees are relentless, bro. They've got good young players too, right? Like, the Yankees, they're not just a free agent team anymore. It seems like my point is, like, Anthopolis sort of operated in that, hey, let's spend money yeah, he and, went, and he battle broke, and yeah. bring this guy in. And everyone else is going away from that, actually. Everyone's getting into True, more analytics, cheaper. Yeah. Like, how can we sort of like DFS? How can we get same production for, for cheaper from someone else, right? It's an excellent point you bring up. Also, Anthopolis, we'll get to see what kind of guy he is. So Atlanta's on the cusp, right? And when you talk about divisions, the NL East, the Phillies are, the Phillies are going to be a hell of a lot better. they got great pitching. The Mets are better. They can do uh, a lot of the hit, their hitting. they got a lot of guys. Yeah, the Atlanta Braves, what, what though, Cam. What a season Wheeler, what a season Wheeler had. And uh, No, the Atlanta Braves, it's interesting. because Off the top of my head, players, but we'll I'm see. looking right now. Yeah, they have a bunch of young players, but they had they signed a lot of weird things in the offseason. Like, look, so Josh Donaldson. There's Alex Antopoulos. Yes. Josh exactly. Donaldson's got a bad back, bro. You know what I mean? He makes a lot of money, and he's not healthy. Right? That's what I'm like, saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, there, I, I, there was a couple other moves that he made in the offseason that he's going to screw up this young thing by spending money on the wrong players. He'll overpay. Like, basically, it's Antopoulos. It takes him like three, three player signings to get one right. You know what I mean? Like he'll be like, "All right, I'm going to get this free agent, this guy." All right, he's hurt. He's all right. Well, he's old. All right, I'll get him. Like it takes him like he he throws stuff on the wall, and like he's not that. That's this is a steal. Like he always fits in real estate. He always overpays. You know what I mean? Like because he's he's trying to make a name for himself. So he he does these splashy moves, but. The organization have to deal with these splashy moves a couple of years later when he's gone. 
That's exactly it, and and I and that's what I I, I you know what Marenzi. Great way of looking at it, and that's the way I feel with the Atlanta Braves. I have a feeling this guy, because I know the way the guy thinks he's got like an unlimited wallet. It's almost like the rich kid with the plastic card. He'll go out and do whatever he wants, and it's it's not necessarily the right fits. And uh, sure, I know you have to, but yeah, you said it. He spends, and he spends frivolously. He could still do the things that he wants to get the type of players without going after some of these old guys and big contracts, but he's kind of like an old hockey guy that relies on the same guy. Oh, I knew that guy, you know, years ago. Yeah, he's my type of guy. But you know what? It's not going to work. He's a, he he has to adapt to the new numbers of baseball and I don't think it's going I don't think it's going to work out well. You know, I'm looking uh, a team that I think that actually could actually surprise, but uh, we were talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Their win total is what 77 and a half. Um man, these numbers are freaking sharp. There's there's the problem. Like, you know, the New York Mets win total, 84 and a half, Ken. Surprised to see it's that high. Like, I was hoping to get, like, yeah. the Mets at, like, you know, 78 or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's not happening. That's uh, that very competitive. Like, and that, and, and Philadelphia, too. Like, I, I really like NOLA. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things I like about that team, but it's competitive. Atlanta can battle. The, the, the Mets have a lot of good players on their team, too. That is the hardest division in uh, my in my opinion, to project. And I don't think it's just going to be before it was just Washington as a guarantee. Not this year, man. Like, uh, I know they still have amazing pitching and stuff, but I, I'm not sold. We'll see. This, this team had power outages before with Bryce Harper, and, you know, I don't think it's going to come that easy for them. Problem is, it takes a leap of faith to trust that the New York Mets pitchers ever stay healthy. Yeah. Like, if Syndergaard and DeGrom stay yeah. healthy... They have a chance. Wheeler, like they're Wheeler, Wheeler, Wheeler was awesome last year. Like I couldn't believe how good he was. Like I was, just, I was just shocked. I look, yeah, that's the thing. Like if they don't screw up this Degrom thing, Gabe and Syndergaard, and uh, they find ways to like you know not go over their innings limit, and they they're, they're so effective. And then Wheeler's an absolute stud. It's scary, man. Like you, you, they still got some guys who can rake on that team. Conforto, like I think the Mets are very interesting. It's hard. Well, they brought to in Robinson that, that Cano. True and the great call and that that wins total though it's like bookmakers aren't stupid they're they're putting into that that number for a reason because if it, if it was at seventy nine people would smash the over. It is a competitive division. A lot of people like the Nationals this year, even with the uh, the absence of uh, of Bryce Harper. A lot of people think it might be a uh, uh, addition through uh, you know subtraction, uh, so to speak. But yeah, if you look. You know, we've got our, our uh, finding uh, Captain Nemo, of course. Um, you know, Nemo. You got Todd like Fraser. Nemo. <laughs> you brought in Robinson uh, Cano. But you look at, yeah, you look at the start of the pitching, man. DeGrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, Mats, Vargas. You know, Wilson Ramos Vargas behind the will go. as well. They'll, they'll do one thing. Probably like Vargas is at the end of his line there, right? Now you, you probably got some somebody else there, like with one other pitcher. Like that that rotation, the, the, the front three, that's ridiculous how good it is. Like yeah, but like where would Wheeler be? Healthy. Where would Wheeler be on the jail? Where he'd be? He'd be like almost their their go to guy. It's nuts, man. Like he'd be, he'd be the ace. Like it's yeah, you're right. Health is a big yeah. concern with the New York Mets. Vargas is an old man, but I I, I believe I, I think they can stay healthy. We'll see. The Grom does the thing is, things out too in his deal. As Pete um, Pete just tweeted in, Anthopolis walked into the best minor league system. That's the thing, Great Anthopolis. Point, Anthopolis is with the Braves now, but he didn't put together this Braves team. Like, he didn't draft. No, he, didn't. he didn't. And he, he's not that guy. Like, Alice Anthopoulos is not a type of guy that's going to tell you, oh, yeah, 
there's this 14 year old kid, man, in in Caracas right now. We no one knows about him. We got you know what I mean. He's not that guy. He's not. Like, hey, let's bring Josh Donaldson because I know him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, like, or, or 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 he's the type of guy. We'll give him a little bit of credit when they're close. He can maybe go out and get that veteran guy that he thinks is going to bring them over the top. But you know, you're yeah. He's a big name guy. He's a big name guy. Spend too much money, guy, and spend way too much money, guy, for guys. That, but it's uh, sort of like fantasy sports. It's like fantasy sports. People that draft and. In, in fantasy football and whatever, in any fantasy sports, I guess fantasy baseball too, but, you know, anybody can, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm going to take Saquon Barkley. It's who you taking in the fourth rounds, in the fifth rounds. You know, it is about the minor league system still. That's one thing. Baseball, and especially now, baseball is is changing. Um, it's, it's, it, well, it is much more analytical right now. We're seeing teams don't want to spend uh, as much money as they used to uh, on players. They want to give... Um, um, you know, more um, smaller terms and uh, years on the contracts. So, in other words, there's going to be a strike and a lockout in two years, guaranteed. Oh, definitely. They haven't definitely. had one since definitely. 1994, right? It's been a while. We're, we're already we're already worried about the way this offseason has played out with Harper. This story that's dragging on for another day it was actually Machado taking the take finally taking the deal from the Padres. No, it's 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 insane. Greg, Greg, but it's not uh, just Dave, them. Cap. Uh, like they they got Keck, their money. Like Harper's getting I'm his talking money. about yeah. Kimbrel Kimbrel's not even signed. Like it's just it's just interesting. Like guys don't want to pay for and you when you look at his numbers, they're almost better in every category than the great Mariano Rivera, but he's also an older closer. He's also a guy coming off one of those years and wants a certain amount of money that other teams won't pay for. Like Alex Anthopoulos is the type of guy, yes, I'll go get, get Craig Kimbrell. Other guys are like, no way, man. I'm not paying that kind of money for a closer. That's the problem, man. The the, the market. The market with some of these older guys, it's like eh, these GMs just don't want to pay that much, Gabe, and that's why they're not. Yeah, soft. and with the uh, with the lockout coming around the corner, they're gonna have to. There's gonna have to be a whole new restructuring of everything. Because listen, if mm-hmm. if they don't want and I whatever, I, I, I'm not gonna begrudge them. They're they're getting smarter. The general managers of baseball, like the, the dumb general managers, they don't even do it anymore. Like no gen, even the Dodgers yeah. are with like. Trying like it must be hard for them because the Dodgers yeah, love throwing yeah. money at problems. They do. Even I know they're, they're like even trying to keep keep it in your wallet. I know. Don't even spend. they're like it's resisting. Weird. But now they're in the, they're in talks now with Harper. Like they're and they yeah. should be actually. They should be able to. But the thing is, there's a lot of money on the table in baseball. So the sport the sport still brings in a lot of revenue because they play so many freaking games, right? So there's a lot of tickets sold. Their you know their TV contracts are still pretty big. So there's a lot of money, and there's no salary cap, which used to be a plus for baseball players. But, but now there's no salary cap, which means whatever. There's also not that, like, bare minimum type of thing. You know, they have, like, a bare minimum, but it's ridiculously low. So the owners are basically hoarding money right now. That's what's going on. Like, yeah. they can say analytics all you want, but that's all right. We're supposed you know, you guys are getting all this TV money. You're getting all this money. You're not giving it back to the players. There's going to be a severe problem, right? Like, they, this, it is a problem. And, and I'll tell you what, they're not going to start signing players to long-term deals next year either with this collective bargaining when, when it's coming up. Like, they're, they're on a freaking collision course Here's, for, yes. for a lockout strike. Like, I'd almost say, like, 99.9%. Uh, who was it? Adam Wainwright, the pitcher the other night, he did an interview. 
and uh, he said, like, 100%. He goes, oh, yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> he said, you know, no doubt. You know, J.D. Martinez is talking about how the system is broken. And, you know, Dallas Keuchel is still out there right now. Kimbrell, as you mentioned. Closers, I wouldn't want to pay for a closer either. But you're telling me Dallas Keuchel can't get work? Like, really? I, I, actually, I think Keuchel, there's a lot like, of teams that there's, there's a lot of teams. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that should be looking at Keuchel as like a fourth, fifth option and, and for depth on their teams. I know it's very surprising. Like that's a guy that uh, you you could probably pay a lot less for and make a move for. I I take a shot with for Dallas Keuchel. I agree. And the thing is, they're just they're they're waiting them out. That's that's what they're doing. So they they're hoping these guys will just take uh, take worse deals. You know what I mean? That that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And the, and the and the players are gonna and they know this too. That's the thing. They've criticized these guys. You said there's a collision course right now. The no, players know that the owners don't want to spend the money. They're not getting the money that they used to get before. It's a real problem, man. You said it. 99.9%. Yeah, it's happening. It's it's happening. Baseball. You just pray it doesn't happen during the year, Marenzi. But yeah, baseball. We're we're gonna definitely have a strike. Yeah, Dallas Keuchel still on the market. Craig Kimbrell still on the market. So they're the uh, they're pretty much the two biggest like pitchers. Uh, right now, but there's a ton of other players, just sort of, you know, other just sort of quality Major League Baseball players just aren't getting uh, aren't, aren't getting quality offers uh, right now. Yeah, listen, it's just over readjust, uh, but enjoy baseball for the next year or two because it'll yeah. probably be shut down for a year. Well, I think it's the same year the NFL could be shutting down. Actually, yeah, sports a lot of trouble down the line in a lot of leagues. NBA will be kicking ass. <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman telling Joel Embiid to shut up. I didn't see Joel Embiid's comments. Uh, I want to see his specific words, actually, about uh, about Michael Jordan not being the uh, the greatest player of all time. And Dennis Rodman responds, you're doing a great job for your little island or country or wherever you're from. Shut the F up and go do your goddamn job, says uh, Dennis Rodman to uh, Joel Embiid. <laughs> so I want to see, I want to see what uh, Joel Embiid actually said, though about why he doesn't think uh, Michael Jordan is the best uh, ever. All right, Joel Embiid, Dennis Herbden. See, that's the problem, though. Like, that's the problem like, with the Internet. Now everything is just uh, oh, yeah. Dennis Robin, Dennis Robin. Yeah. It, yeah. All right, so Joel Embiid says, uh, Will Chamberlain. I don't know. It's, so he's not saying LeBron James. He's not yeah, saying something yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. I don't have a problem with you know? Chamberlain. His opinion. Uh, Jordan is not the goat. To me, you've got Will Chamberlain. He's got, he's the one with all the records. No one's ever going to beat him. I don't see anybody ever getting a hundred points in a game. That's it. He is the goat. Um, 
it's interesting, actually, that, you know, I also said, listen, Will Chamberlain gets, uh, you know, under-talked about, actually. Under-discussed, I should say. Under-talked about. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Under-discussed uh, when it comes to the, I think, to this conversation. When you look at the, the crazy numbers and the dominance that he did have on the court. He won championships, uh, you know, he, he won championships as well. People, you know, they don't really talk about Will Chamberlain too much, but you notice what Embiid stated. He went because he scored 100 points in a game, right? So, like, see, the modern player looks at the stat more than, they, like, they, the overall They look at stats rather than championships, exactly. That's a great point. I got to be honest with you, I don't care. I'd rather have more championships than anything. You want individual stats, that's great, but at the end of the day, I want more rings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you look, just look at the Patriots, rings, 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 rings. Sometimes the guys on their team are not the best of their position, but when they come together in a team, they win. Hey, man, I'd rather have the championship. Wouldn't you? I'll tell you, though, I would be, I would have more problem with Joel Embiid if he was like, oh, LeBron's the greatest. And, you know, he's, he's paying respect to yesteryear. I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. Yep. I think Dennis Robbins should be the one to shut up.